Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we help you understand what the media is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Jennifer. Hey, everybody. And before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe down below. Comment, ring the bell. And follow all of our social media on the description box below. It's all right here. Were you saying something else? I was going to say share our content, too. I've just yes. started saying that as well. I And I thought about the other day we need to start telling people to share. So share it if you think you got friends that like it. Even if you want to share it so you can make fun of us, it still gets us views. Totally fine. So we'll still profit from it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm not shy of being made fun of. The internet is just like grade school for me. <laughs> um, so this article comes from the BBC. China bans exams for six-year-old school children. And so we kind of chose this article because we, what last week we saw an article from, what was it, Seattle mm -hmm. or Oregon mm -hmm. or Washington? Yeah, I think you one, said of those, Oregon. one of those two. Um, and they had decided to do away with exams for graduation, graduating high school. Yes. Which we both thought that was a little ridiculous. Like they got rid of the requirement to be able to read and do math. Yeah, which we thought was a little silly. It's kind of important. It's kind of important. Um, but I am personally in favor of getting rid of all standardized testing. I don't think it does anything because then you just have, if, if we want to talk about education reform, mm -hmm. that's where we need to start. Because then you just have the teachers teaching to the test. I couldn't agree with that. I mean, it doesn't benefit mm -hmm. you at all. I mean, I think you have to, I think you have to state that you would be in favor of some form of testing to ensure that kids are 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 you, meeting the, you know, the adequate educational yeah, requirement. Yeah, you need some sort of, I guess, some system to like a test. determine. You I mean, need some sort of test to test these kids. Well, I just think of me. You just like, need something different. Something, something that would different. Because, mm -hmm. like, I think about me right. being homeschooled. And so, like, no one was teaching me the things that were going to be on on any particular test because mm -hmm. I didn't have those. But to get into college, I mean, I had tests, but, like, they were different. Anyway. How were they different? I think we need to start there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really about like... How would you know it's different if you did not go to public school? Well, I did go to public school for a little while. Okay. So, I mean, I wasn't timed for any test. I just really didn't have tests. Like, I just was... I mean, I wrote things. I answered questions that were like in in the book. In a, I, did I did more... you have a time more... limit to answer those questions? Not usually, I don't think. So it was an open-ended test. Yeah, kind of. It was more like... More about like showing that I understood and could re-explain the content mm -hmm. instead of just answering A, B, C, whatever. Like multiple choice. Yeah. Okay. So like, could you talk with, your mom taught you? My mom and my grandmother. So would she them. ask you the questions or were they written down? And if they were written down, could you talk to her about the questions yeah well, or were I they mean, just open-ended responses it was mostly open-ended response i guess there were a few things like history and stuff that i did like multiple choice questions and uh -huh. like facts that were just things you needed to know i'm really trying to find the difference so i guess my point is because is, not every test is just multiple choice i mean they kind of are these days but yeah i don't know i just i guess like 
thinking about like when I went to take the ACT to get into college, I specifically studied ACT books Mm -hmm. in order to like make sure that I knew what was going to be on the test as opposed to how I had been learning where I just, you know, I learned things that were necessary, like regular algebra, math, things like that Mm -hmm. and other things that interested me. So like I said it like that interested, interested me. Uh, So like I took a course on marine biology and, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. But again, we just like, we measured success differently in homeschool than like standardized testing and things like that. Okay. I mean, I completely agree that we should be uh, testing kids differently because there are kids like myself Mm -hmm. who are terrible at tests, especially in a, a, a timed manner. I don't get the whole, I mean, I get the whole, you know, giving someone a time limit because Mm -hmm. classes have to end at some point. You have to get to the next class. Um, but that's not really the way it works in the real world. Yeah. I mean, if you have a job, sometimes you have to know the information, like, really, really quick. Yeah. Well, I but... also think about, like, being in college. Like, again, I would study primarily the things that the teacher either said, like, oh, yeah, this is the study guide. These right. are the things you're going to need to know. Was that really how I learned? No. Mm-hmm. And, again, that could just be me, my personal experience. I but didn't learn that way either. I learned better, like, having to research things and write mm-hmm. papers and do things like that. Because you are applying more of yourself into finding out information about that. And then you have to, like, phrase it in such a way that it's mm-hmm. your thoughts and your opinions. And, well, you have to connect your... the dots. If you find one piece of factual information, you have to connect it. And I learned – we had a psychology class in, in college, and they talked about how if you form a picture in your mind – of the thing that you're learning, it becomes a little bit easier to remember it uh, because you are connecting uh, pictures with other pictures in your mind yeah. and it helps to file things away. So if you're researching things and you research one fact and it leads to another fact, that's I would imagine that same connecting of the dots happens. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But that's, I mean, I completely agree. I mean. Because uh, I, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I was just basically saying the same thing. Like I remember the one year I did go to public school, mm-hmm. like literally the history teacher would teach what he knew was going to be on whatever, like, important exam we had. Right, Not and I ex- think even... that's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he had to because, like, that's how the success of the school was measured was by whatever the kids got on this, like, high school exam, whatever it was. They have since done away with those. Like, mm-hmm. literally two years after I left that high school, they went to, like did away with those standardized tests in Alabama because they realized, like, this isn't working. This isn't actually measuring. What about... What if you had a test and it was like 100 questions, but you only had to answer maybe 50 of those questions? So for someone who, you know, you go through the entire chapter, not everyone remembers the same things from Mm -hmm. that chapter. And so at least you have a chance to, you know, maybe the student hits 50 of these questions and 50 of those questions. And it still proves that you have an understanding of the material. It just so happens that you just don't know these 50 things. But you know these 50 things. Yeah. 100%. And my point, I remember I was going to make a point about the time limits. Um, I wonder if that's why, I wonder if that, I don't know, has anything to do with the way that we communicate in real life today where we're very, very quick to respond with one another. Mm -hmm. Because as someone who, I don't like time limits because I like to take my time to think about things, which is why I don't necessarily, I love doing the podcast, but I hate the fact that I have to like be on the spot immediately. Yeah. And we don't have time to, you know, research things on the spot because you have to keep going. Um, but when you're taking like a, a time test, you know, you have to answer things like right away. And I mm-hmm. wonder if that makes all of us kind of need to answer things right away 
in 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 person. Like you see debates mm -hmm. and videos of debates, and they're just like, "Oh, you don't have the answer right now. That means you're completely wrong." It's like, well, no, no. I have to look up the information mm -hmm. because I just don't remember it. Or like if you're in, uh, I guess like this, this is probably a bad example, but it's a recent example. So like if you're in like an argument or something, mm -hmm. or like a, a discussion with right. a spouse, a friend, whatever, and it's like. Like, I always say I prefer to argue, like, over text message or if I'm, like, expressing my feelings, mm -hmm. I prefer to do it over text message or email or something mm -hmm. because I have the time to sit and, like, think about my thoughts right. and my feelings and make it make sense. Whereas other people are like, no, we need to talk about this in person. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, because I will literally just, like, fade into the background and cry right. and then be like, all right, whatever, you win. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have time to, like, organize my, my thoughts and stuff. So. Right. Yeah, like my, my behavior on the road would be so much better if I could just send an email to the driver that just cut me off. I do that, like in my head. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. if I see you at the Wawa later, I'm going to be like, sir, that was not a good way to handle mm -hmm. would, what I you were doing. would and not recommend getting out of your car and talking to another person. But I get I get your point. Anyway, but just like but send yeah, a quick I, email and be like, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm the exact same way. I, I love to write something out and because then it sounds coherent. Yeah. Because if you catch me on the spot, I'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. Well, and it's like we were talking <laughs> earlier about like when you're, you know, you're in the shower, you had mm -hmm. an argument or something or like your boss said something to you and then like right. you're in the shower three days later and you're like, oh, it would have been so good if I had said mm -hmm. this. Yeah. That's because you've had time to process and like that's what I always tell people like I need time to process this. Mm -hmm. I'll get back to you in a day or two. Yeah, give, give me time to process so I can come up with a great comeback. A great comeback. So, anyway. But yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you need to keep testing, but you need to change the way that we test people. Yeah, yeah. Like I would phrase it as we need some way to measure academic success, mm -hmm. but is testing the best way to do that? Right. Because if you just come out and say, get rid of testing, you... You just look crazy. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, but China has announced a ban on written exams for six and seven year olds. Which, first off, I, I, I don't know why we're we're testing six and seven year olds in the first place. Yeah. Um, like like a legit exam. I can see like asking to make sure that they understand the information. And stuff. Well, again, you know, my sister's a teacher, so I always think about like her. She's a kindergarten teacher, so mm -hmm. she does have to, you know, meet with every student and like one on one, right? And ask them, you know, questions. Go through reading things like to measure their proficiency. They do that at the beginning of the semester or of the year. They do it in the middle, and then they do it mm -hmm. at the end to see how they're growing. That seems more lenient than these written exams. Yeah. So, and then I know. Like is it, like here in Florida in grade three, that's when they start doing these like standardized testing. Mm -hmm. And there's literally like two weeks in April where all the teachers are just freaking out in mm -hmm. grade three and above because they're like, it's testing week. It's, oh, it's testing week. Okay. I have to ask you a question. When you say standardized testing, are you talking about like the, um, well, when I lived in Pennsylvania, they're called the PSSATs or whatever, but they were the tests that you took specifically so that the school would get funding if yeah. you did well. Yeah, okay. Because when I hear standardized testing, I just hear like a standard test for any single class. Yeah. No. Okay. Just I standardized testing for the mm -hmm. funding for the schools. I can completely agree that that's dumb and so that dumb. should be taken away. Because I'll tell you, as a kid, none of us took it seriously. No. None of us took it seriously. We thought it was dumb. We would mark the answers incorrectly on Make purpose smiley faces. You... yes because it was a, a total B, C, waste D, of time D, D. it took all day and everyone was bored yeah and then your teachers again have been freaking out for like three mm -hmm. weeks trying to say okay this is what you need to know 
it's just not conducive to any type of learning environment. It's right. not good for the teachers. It's not good for the kids. It's just dumb, it, in my opinion. I don't understand why are we funding schools differently based on the test scores? Why are we not funding the schools based on what they need? Like, why is the school who's getting all A's, I'm guessing they're getting less funding than the school that's getting all F's. No, they're literally doing that the opposite. If you're a like tier XYZ school, you're going to get more funding right. because your students had better scores on them because you're a better school. So you deserve the better resources. Don't you think if you're, you know, you have students who aren't doing so hot, like, isn't that where you should put your resources? I mean, I hear all the time that like inner city schools are terrible. That's. and But they're also horribly underfunded. And then sometimes they don't even have air conditioning. Yeah. It's because the funding depends on those stupid standardized tests mm -hmm. that, like you said, no kid cares about anyway. I don't think funding has anything to do with tests. When, oh God, that just got clipped out of context. When, <laughs> uh, when you're receiving adequate funding. So if every school was receiving the same amount of funding, I think every, I don't think one school would do be doing better or worse because they're all receiving the same funding. I think it has to do with the teaching and the kids and whatnot. But if a school is being underfunded, I think that has an impact. I think if a, a school is being overfunded, I don't think that has an impact. No. I think it's only when it's underfunded does it have an impact. So my point is, why are we not funding them equally? Like, I get some schools are bigger than others. They yeah. have more kids. They need more money. But funding them more than what they need to operate, if that's happening, doesn't make sense to me. And to underfund some schools, that doesn't make any sense to me. Welcome to the public education system. But back to China. Back to China. Uh, it's the latest effort to try and relieve pressure on parents and students in a highly competitive education system. Students used to be required to take exams from the first year of primary school up until university, a university entrance exam at the age of 18. But the education ministry said the pressure is harming the physical and mental health of pupils. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I would be really interested because, I mean, obviously China... Uh, outdoes out us in terms of education. Mm -hmm. I would be curious in like 10 years um, to see if this actually has like a negative impact on education or maybe a positive impact yeah. on education. Because I think one of the benefits um, that like any immigrant that comes to this country, they have like a, a, a very strong uh, um, work ethic, uh, school ethic, work mm -hmm. ethic, school ethic, yeah. education ethic. I'm at a loss for words, but I think it's all work ethic. But yeah, right, right. Um, but if you are taking away the strict testing from a six and seven-year-old, what if this is the key moment in which you want to put the strict testing to cultivate that personality that like, okay, I need to focus heavily on testing and whatnot, like as the kid, like it yeah. just builds that characteristic. If six and seven is when you need to instill that, then I don't think it, I'm not saying people don't need a good work ethic, mm -hmm. but I just am in agreement with mm -hmm. like what they're saying. Like it's just let a six and seven year old be a kid. Don't force them to start thinking about like mm -hmm. all, all this crazy, like they're six. They're I'm not thinking about college thinking. Um, no, I get your point. But kids are very malleable at a young age. Yeah. And so I'm just curious, like what if this is the key age in which you have to, um, you know, instill that yeah. characteristic. Maybe it is. But we'll see in 10 years. In a statement, 
the ministry said exams are a necessary part of school education. But some schools have problems like excessive exams that cause excessive burden on students. This must be corrected. The rules also limit the number of tests and exams a school can set per term. That's excellent. First and second graders of elementary school will not need to take paper-based exams. For other grades, the school can organize a final exam every semester. Midterm exams are allowed for junior high. Localities are not allowed to organize regional or inter-school exams for, a, for all grades of primary school, the Ministry of Education added. So would there be a greater focus on, like, homework? Maybe. Are they going to push it in other areas, I guess, is the question. So mm -hmm. Because I can't imagine if, you, if you're only doing, what, what is it, like, one test every semester or whatever. Yeah. I would imagine you'd have to increase homework. Otherwise, if you bomb that exam, there's nothing to like buffer it out. Yeah. Yeah. But then I remember years ago they did a study and they, they kept saying that like homework does not improve students' um, understanding of the lessons or whatever. Yeah. Or it's not conducive to increasing the intelligence of the child. Well, because they're they're checked out, like, I mean, and the argument has been made against homework. Like, right. I go to my job, I do my job. Mm -hmm. Now, like, I'm not in like any type of managerial role or anything. So sometimes, you know, managers and things like that have to do their job when they're at home, but right. they're salaried and they're paid accordingly. So, but like, I go to my job, I do my job, I leave my job, I stop thinking about my job mostly. Right. So why shouldn't it be the same for kids? They get up, they go to school, they're at school, mm -hmm. they're done with school, then they're done. Because mm -hmm. I'm not taking work home with me. I'm not, you know, charting on patients from home. Mm -hmm. After hours, it, it's over. Like, that is my mm -hmm. contractual obligation. I'm done. Well, I understand the point. I mean, you go home and you have more practice, and that's supposedly supposed to, I don't know, reinforce the information at school. But I think at a certain point, your brain no longer absorbs information. Yeah. Like when I used to play piano, they would say all the time, like, you can only practice for so long. And then eventually, you know, you're not gaining anything from practicing eight hours a day versus practicing for four hours a day. Like at a certain point, you're just going to stop retaining yeah. what you're doing. I think in terms of homework, like definitely send home practice sheets and, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. If kids feel they need the extra practice, if parents feel they need the extra practice, then by all means, you know, have that available. Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be mandatory. And again, of course, you'll have things like, especially when you get up into higher grades, you'll have group projects that obviously have to be worked on mm -hmm. outside of school or essays, things that need to be worked on outside of that time. Right. But I don't think that for those types of things, that's inherently a bad thing. I think this mandatory sending it home on Tuesday, bring it back by Wednesday or Thursday, I think that's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Just threw, flung my phone across the room. I guess you, uh, you failed gym. I, <laughs> I just failed my fine motor skills because I um, dropped out of kindergarten. No, that's not to say. I mean, we're not making the argument that like if a kid comes home, they should just be sitting around doing nothing. No. Absolutely not. You I mean, can engage your mind, your kid's mind, in mm -hmm. other ways. and you know. I'm of the mindset that you put a kid to work when they come home. Like, they're doing chores. They're helping out around the house. Like, I hate that. Like, basketball with your kids. Or, like, do something physical, something. too. Right. Like, like as can, a family. I mean, I don't want to sound like an old fogey, but I don't know. I wasted a lot of my childhood just playing video games. 
Like, it was fun. I learned how to scream at people on over Xbox Live. Which you're still doing today. Uh, yes, I am fantastic. Um, but it's not... It didn't help build my character or anything. Yeah. But I think also at some point, too, you'd got to just let kids be kids. Like, you need all of those aspects. Mm -hmm. For a couple hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> you need all of those aspects. Like, don't just let them go ham. But, like, mm -hmm. you need the, the school. You need the responsibility. You right. need the fun. That's how you become a person. Mm -hmm. And we could be completely wrong. Maybe new research comes out that says homework is the key to a child's intellect. Really and they should do homework eight hours when they come home. And then we would agree with that because we're all for data if that's what it proves. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, it's gonna suck, new, I feel like new data comes out about, the, you know, it's like yeah, really. in the diet industry where people, where like stuff comes out all the time. It's like chocolate is bad for you. Don't ever eat it. And then like mm -hmm. three months later, it's like actually chocolate will be the secret to your long and happy life. Yeah. Like I feel like the same thing happens in all areas of data. Like My rule of thumb is um, any, you can eat anything you want, but if you get to the point where you're thinking, have I had too much of this? You probably you probably. Have. So, I mean, same with kids and video games. Have they had enough of it? Mm, then they probably have. So. In July, Beijing stripped online tutoring firms operating in the country of the ability to make a profit from teaching core subjects. Well, I think that's a terrible idea. Uh, I like, don't even know what that means. They're... Isn't I... that the point of tutoring? Oh, I was still hung up on homework. I forgot that they were talking about getting rid of tests, right? Yeah. Did they mention homework at all? Did I no, forget about I that? No, I think we totally like went off the rails with that. Yeah. As so, we do. So what is this? That doesn't make any sense. Like, what if a kid actually needs extra help and mom in, and like, dad math. are working in the sweat factory and, you know, they can't help little Jimmy with the homework? Yeah, I think that's dumb. But I guess... I don't know, sweat so... factory. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, how's that, that. going to help? How's that going to help? I don't think that's going to help. I mean, that's the reason these places exist, right? Like, I mean, we have... It's tutoring. We you have tutoring Tutor you know, because things. you don't understand the concept. Yeah, we have tutoring, like, what, businesses, I guess, here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they need to make a profit. But it's only core subjects. Who that, uses tutoring for non-core subjects? That's what you need tutoring for. That's the important... I mean, I guess if they're saying, like, because they're mm -hmm. teaching to the tests, then I can... maybe it makes sense, but... In a, in a joking kind of way, if the Chinese Communist Party is just doing it to save money because they no longer have to fund these tutoring companies, if they are funding the tutoring companies, yeah, they, they've probably realized that Quizlet exists and has all the answers anyway, so why should we fund the, the tutoring of the core subjects? <laughs> Shout out to Quizlet. You've gotten me through a, many years of school. <laughs> If you want to sponsor us, as we say on every podcast, we are we are always open. We are always open. We will, yeah, one hundred percent. The new guidelines also restrict foreign investment in the industry, and disrupted the private tutoring section sector, which was worth around eighty-seven billion euros. That just sounds stupid. Yeah, it's so much for that socialized slash privatized economy in China. Anyway, uh, at the time, the move was seen as authorities trying to ease the financial pressure of raising children after China posed a record low birth rate. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they prevented these tutoring firms from making a profit. Not from teaching the core subjects. That's what it says in that paragraph. So after reading that paragraph, uh, at the time the move was seen as authorities trying to ease the financial pressures of raising a child. Maybe it means they just wanted to reduce the cost of teaching the core subjects to ease the pressure of raising a child, the financial pressure. My question, though, is, okay, if these, if they're not making money off of the assistance they're providing, mm-hmm. then why would they stay in business? And like you said, people who need tutoring are going to need it in those core subjects more Mm -hmm. likely than not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it depends what you mean by profit. Does that mean like they're making profit for the shareholders or are they making profit to expand to other areas? Yeah. I mean, if it's just shareholders, I can be like, okay, I don't know why a tutoring company really has shareholders. shareholders. Well, I mean, they're investors and it would be important for expansion and growth and stuff like that, but... I don't know. And it does go on to say in the next paragraph, education inequality is also a problem because more affluent parents are willing to spend thousands to get their child into top schools. So, Well, of course, isn't China has a, a very, don't they have very a- Very competitive. Well, I mean, but also it's, it's a, you know, you have very rich people and then you have yeah. very poor people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised there. But is ending the, like, stopping these- tutoring companies like is that really going to help that because you're still going to have well they're not remember they're not stopping the tutoring they're decreasing the price essentially that's true the country's obsession with education also affects property prices oh with wealthier parents snapping up property in school cashment areas china's ministry of education has also banned homework oh okay for first graders this year and limited homework for junior high school students to one and a half hours a night, according to an AFP report. Cool. If I get sent home with like 50 questions, I would just be like, I would do one question and be like, that took me an hour and a half. Sorry, the uh, Ministry of Education said no more than an hour and a half, hour and a half <laughs> each night. So, sorry, I couldn't get the other 49. Okay, so it, yeah, seems like all the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. So... Well, that's fun. Like you said, I guess we'll see in five or ten years where these kids are as this starts up. I yeah, I, I would be curious if yeah. it does play a, a, an impact. But let us know in the comments down below. Were your parents very strict when it came to schoolwork and homework as a kid? Or were they more lenient like my homeschool parents? They were just like, yeah, you know it. And cool. what type of learner are you? Yes. Are you the best test taker? I'm an awful test taker. Yeah, me too. I'm very, like, I'm visual. I have to read something because mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, they're like, Jennifer, can you help me with this? And I'm like, I've got to look at it because I have to see it in order to know what I'm telling you. But yeah. Funny story. I have a funny story about tests. You always do. When I was in college, I was taking a class. We never actually end these podcasts when we're about to no. end them. This no. is like when the credits I mean, roll. Like the this is time. the after credits. We're like that, you know, certain superhero brand. I don't know if I can say their name. Marvel? Why can't you say Marvel? Always do you always it. tell I me don't... we can't say certain things on the podcast, and I don't believe you. Okay. Well, anyway, credits roll. Now we have a mid-credit scene for um, shawarma. So I was in college, and I was taking a test, and you had to write like 
five pages. It was like a five-page written exam. It was awful. And I was so bored. So We're just I, hearing I know. I, I wrote two pages, and then I wrote, I give up. And I turned it in. And my friend takes the same class in a different period. I get my test back. I had an 85. My friend who completed the test got like a 67. It was so funny. It was so funny. So clearly mm -hmm. the professor did not even read past your like second page. Or they thought like me writing I give up meant like I was having some sort of like mental breakdown during the test. They were just like, all right. I was just again. bored. <laughs> I got the or they just admired 85. your gusto. I know. Like you're, yeah. They just were like, just I'm like, bored. all right, kid. You know what? Yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> so in the comment sections down below, tell us if, um, since since college is back in session, tell us if, so if you're watching this a weeks from now, let us know if you wrote, I'm bored on a test. How'd that go? And how did it go? Or if you watched it, this episode, and then you tried it, come back and let us know in the yeah. comments down below. Anyway. We'll see you guys next time. See you oh, later. wait. What? Follow the social media, the likes, the like, subscribing, all that fun bell. stuff. Okay. So now we'll we'll leave. Will we though? Bye guys. Yeah, we'll see.